not doing that again <laughs> no. uh, what's up guys my name is justin and i'm jordan and welcome to another video game podcast where different gamers talk about different games absolutely and uh jordan what are we talking about today dude we are talking about one of the biggest video game franchises out there um just across the board in terms of both the actual game size and in terms of like dollars spent on the game we're talking about gta grand theft auto 5 <laughs> this video will contain spoilers for grand theft auto 5 story oh mode. my god go f yourself <gasps> shouldn't cuss um, that's the first minute i have to bleep that out now i have to, do, I have to put in work now and bleep it I out know. i'm such a, i have such a potty mouth yeah, if you haven't played GTA 5 at this point, are you living under a rock? I mean, even if you don't like video games, my fiance, who the only game she's ever played is Sims in Minecraft, has also played GTA 5. Like, everybody has played this game at this point. Everyone across the board. Sales numbers are something to say about that, which uh, we'll get into for sure. But yeah, my yeah. wife has also played. She also only plays Sims. Um, oh my god, dude! What if we did a Sims episode, but we had the wives on? Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! That would be crazy. That would be that would be insane. <laughs> oh, I kind of want to do it. Okay, yeah. I mean, future episode alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to figure out how to get Riley on. I know. Well, I mean, no, we, I feel like we could just sit next to each other and share the mic, you know, it'd be okay. All right. You don't have to hook up with another head. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's obviously two parts to GTA five. There's the mm -hmm. story mode and mm -hmm. then there's the online chaos. Um, we're going to try our best to split this in half. So make okay. the first part more about the, uh, the story mode stuff, which might be a little bit shorter, just because I feel like we both have more to talk about in the online section. Yeah, um, sure. And unlike a lot of the games that we've talked about so far, both Jordan and I are fairly experienced with GTA V. We played a lot. Yeah, I think I've gotten two different characters to level 100 in GTA Online. So one on PS3... And then I was able to port that character to PS4, but then I think also on my PC, I think I've gotten my online character to level 100, which, I mean, that's crazy. That game, I don't know what it is about that game. It just, like, like I feel like I could hop on, play GTA, I blink, and it's 3 a.m. Like, it, that game is, it, they're just incredible across the board. I mean, GTA 5... I have strong memories of my senior year of high school hanging out with the boys online GTA 5. Like it was I don't know, it was just such a great game and a great time. Just oh man, I love it. I uh now did you play through the story? Absolutely, I played through the story. I played through the story I think two or three times over. The story is incredible. Trevor's hilarious. I mean, the Bringing in the heists felt great. 
um i, I just i i felt emotionally invested in uh, why can't i remember his name not trevor the other white guy in the story like the michael. quote unquote michael yeah the quote unquote main character if you will i guess they're all three kind of main characters but yeah i mean that's one thing i was going to talk about so GTA 5 was very unique in that it had three main characters and you play as all of them equally. You start out as a uh, character named Franklin. Franklin is a, uh, a guy from the hood. Um, and uh, it, it takes place in Los Santos, I believe it's called, which is a fictionalized version of Los Angeles. He's in the hood um, and wanting to do better for himself um, and wanting, uh, wanting a better life and make a lot of money. And right now he's doing a lot of low-level crimes. Um, yes, Jordan, you look like you want to say something. Yeah, if I might interject, that is actually not the first mission in GTA. The first mission in GTA 5 was with Michael and Trevor like five years prior where you rob like a, yeah. you rob a bank and it goes south and uh, Michael fakes his death and then moves to Los Santos so he can get out of like the crime world and he like takes a deal with the feds. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, also then like right after you go into Franklin's life. So you start you start with that mission, um, and then it goes into the life of Franklin. And like I said, he's living in the hood, wanting to do better for himself. You start doing a lot of more petty crimes, gang versus gang violence, that kind of stuff. And eventually you run into Michael. Michael now has a huge house, a fancy cars, and he's rich, living that rich life. But his family life is terrible. And that's mm -hmm. one of the main focal points for his struggle, is his, his connection with his family and with his past. Um, and then you move on to a gentleman named Trevor. Trevor is a uh, white trash trailer, um, you know, steal your girl fucking type of... Uh, Redneck motherfucker. Yeah, and he is a very crude character. He is a... Uh, he's he's extremely crude. He's uh, He's... Not shameful of anything. Well, and he he's the most reckless and arguably he's, the most dangerous. He's running a meth lab, right? Like at the beginning of the game, I'm pretty sure he's running like some sort of like meth enterprise to kick off the game. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. Uh, I think one of the first missions you do is you blow up a rival meth lab. You like burn it to the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, dude! So many missions in GTA Five are just so memorable. They're so memorable. Like, oh my god, like the mission where, oh man, it's, it had something to do with his son, and you had to like go get his car back, and it led to like some high-speed chase. I think that's how Trevor and Michael meet, right? Or sorry, not Trevor, uh, Michael and Franklin. Michael and Franklin meet. Um, no, Michael and Franklin meet because Franklin was hired to steal Michael's car and bring it back to the dealership thought it was his michael's son's car i'm pretty that, sure it's oh yeah yeah you're right yeah you're it's right. michael's son's car because his son's a jerk off and just like plays video games all day smokes pot just doesn't he's like 20 something right he's like old but he's still living at home not doing shit like oh my god we don't live with our folks but you kind of just described us no oh, sorry what us? we are no, no. <laughs> we're upstanding no individuals with you know full-time jobs 401ks and we don't do drugs no what no <laughs> don't do drugs you're right mm -hmm. sure i don't <laughs> i don't uh, do drugs i swear to god don't do drugs kids don't do drugs it's not it's not okay
<laughs> Unless they're really good. Yeah. Shh. We don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no. Uh, so yeah, then you and then uh, that was that was cool, and then uh, and um, I think my f- my first experience with GTA was on my old PC, and when I mean old PC, I mean my dad gave it to me. Um, when uh, but dad gave it to me a long time ago, and it was a dinosaur, and so I attempted to play GTA Five. I literally had the inability to drive fast, or else my game would crash. And I was playing the story, and I remember playing the mission where you, uh, you're, you're, uh, your Michael is driving a car. Franklin is on the hood of this car and has to jump onto the back of a boat. But I could not go fast enough to catch up to this boat, so my game kept crashing, and I never played it again until I got an Xbox One. And then I played through the story and really enjoyed it. Now that I have a gaming PC again, I did play it again. Um, much more enjoyable with the higher res graphics and everything. Um, but that was my first experience and left a sour taste in my mouth for a little while, but then I, uh, finally got around to it. Um, why you go ahead? Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. I just, there's so many good memories, you know, like I feel like everybody has memories from it. I mean, the, the mission with like the, the clowns and like, um, like who is, it's like Michael takes a bunch of drugs and then has to like kill all these clowns or something. Oh my God, dude. That, That game was just so wild. I think that game, I think it like shaped like open world games for the following several years, several years. I mean, like they they were just they were just incredible, incredible, incredible games. Like a, across, I mean, all of them are great, but GTA Five specifically. I mean, I think probably me and you are a little too young to really remember any of the older ones. I I vaguely, vaguely remember GTA Four, but other than that, I mean, that's that's all I can remember from from the GTA series. And the gun. Speak for yourself, dude. <laughs> I played through San Andreas and GTA 4 and the DLCs for GTA 4 because yeah. when my when my mommy finally let me get the game, I actually went back and played. I started with San Andreas, which was great. And I think that the it's the GTA in of itself as a franchise really created a genre. There's a lot of uh games that you see that are inspired by GTA in their open world. A lot of uh um, I mean, even I think one of the biggest examples in terms of AAA games is Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs is a game by Ubisoft about uh, hacking, and uh, that could have gone in a lot of different ways. When the main sen- when the main point is hacking, but they made it a very it's literally of GTA, but you could hack everything, and that's the game. Um, and, I mean, uh, I feel like even Cyberpunk kind of like i've never played cyberpunk but i've watched some gameplay from streamers and even that i was like oh this is a futuristic gta game like that's that's how i felt when i was watching it i was like wow okay this is i mean gta has just had such a big impact such a big impact and cyberpunk absolutely took uh notes from uh from gta stay tuned for a cyberpunk episode um and uh I, I don't think there's been, especially, I think a, a lot of the, the knockoffs, though, were because of the money standpoint of GTA. GTA is one of the most financially successful games 
or it is the most financially successful game. To put this in perspective, I, I do have some numbers here for you. So uh, the first 24 hours of the game being released, the game made $11.21 million. Woo! That is a lot. A lot of dough in 24 hours. 24 Holy hours. crap. So I thought... I don't know. Someone was trying to tell me that Minecraft was like the most successful game of all time. I think that might have been. I think that might have been Callan from our last it was, episode. It, it was Callan from our that. last episode, and the he's right in saying that that in terms of physical copies and copies sold, it has the highest mm. number of copies sold, but it not, did not make the most money from the copies sold. From a purely monetized standpoint, uh, GTA is the most successful not game of all time. It GTA. In terms of the amount of me of engrossing media for just a single product, has made more money than any media in the world, including movies, TV shows, anything like that. GTA as a whole, or GTA Five? GTA Five. Sorry, okay. GTA Five is a single product made more money than any other single product in any sort of media uh, media genre. Um, it made over six billion dollars. For one game, for, oh my god! For a single game, and uh, it sold more than 110 million copies, estimated. Um, it has consistently been in the top 20 selling games uh, of every year until 2020. In 2019, even it was the 11th best selling game of the year. Um, oh and you know, if you if you're a PC user and you go in the Steam library, you're still gonna see it. You go to you know just the genre of even action or open world or anything, you're gonna see it on the first page. Um, it is still selling millions of copies every year. Dude, I I would 100% believe that it's one of those games. It's one of those rare rare gems that stand the test of time. Because they put such care into the story, into the character development, even into the graphics. Like, the game came out, what, like 2011? Something like that? And it still is a gorgeous game to look at. I mean, it still looks beautiful. Yeah, it... it like for for now okay yeah okay that's true that's true we've seen red dead on we've seen red dead redemption 2 now and like yeah that game's gorgeous but still like it's not bad it's definitely better than black ops cold war let's be real but i mean that's not hard i feel like i could pee and the graphics would be better than black ops cold war like holy shit Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah yeah when you pee all over a computer and then what's, like it what's the what's the fps on your pee stream <laughs> uh it's about it's about um five dribbles per second five dribbles per second <laughs> what a weird statement <laughs> oh my god oh my god uh also, five dribbles, that's a slow pee. <laughs> yeah, we got some problems going on. I'm seeing someone about it. You Don't just, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you just talk to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh so, my God. Uh, but yeah, it, it's now the, the high praise, in, in my opinion, at least, uh, GTA 5 doesn't even make my top 10 games of all time. What? It doesn't um, even make your top 10. No, uh, not by any means. Uh, Top like, 20? Uh, probably. Okay. 
Um, in about six, in terms of like a top ten successful games, of course. Yeah. But uh, but no, my my personal favorites. I mean, I think that Red Dead Redemption Two is a much better game than GTA Five. Um, I think GTA Five calls to a lot more people though. I think the modern yeah. setting, the easy, uh, it's not a hard game. The like, it's a game entirely filled with, uh, with auto aim. Like you can't miss ever. Um, I feel like that is because of the third person. Like the the fact that the game is developed around third person. I mean, usually when you have third person, the aim assist I feel like is a, is a little bit higher. Um, I definitely felt that way when I played, like, I haven't played a ton of Gears of War, but I definitely feel that way about Gears of War, and that's a third-person game where the aim assist I felt like was really high. Um, but I also it's, feel like it's it was... nothing compared to GTA. Yeah, that's true, that's true. But I feel like GTA, especially when you look at, like, the story mode, it's, it, the, the, I feel like the action in GTA is not meant to be difficult to do. You know what I mean? Like it's meant it's you are meant to easily progress through a story and they made the story really long. I feel like because of that, because they, they didn't want you to get hung up on like certain fights that you have to do over and over and over again, where we've all had, you know, story missions in like call of duty or battlefield where it's, it's a lot like that where you have to do the same part over and over and over again until you're able to do it without dying. I feel like GTA didn't want that to happen because it's not that type of game. It's more of like an arcade-ish style game. It's like arcade, but like also with a really in-depth story. Like, I don't know how to describe it effectively, I feel like, because it definitely feels arcadey to me because, because of things like the aim assist being so high, the sheer number of people that you have to kill in like any any given mission you know i yeah go ahead i i think that the arcadiness of it and the chaotic the chaotic nature of gta 5 is the reason people play i don't think that most people play for the story um because as a, as a story player if i and i cannot speak for every story player of course but as a as a person that will buy a game purely for the story, GTA Five does not make my top twenty. Um, it's fair. I I meant like specifically talking about the story when when I was saying all that. But that's totally fair. Like the story is not the reason that I play GTA. I the story is fine. I think that it's a welcome addition, and I think that there's a lot of fun to be had. There's a lot of laughing and stuff like that. But when I compare it to other Rockstar games, specifically Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a game that made me laugh, cry, and uh, and I have never felt more like I know characters than in that game, which we'll do an episode, I, I, I promise. Um, but this isn't a game, this isn't a podcast solely about Red Dead Redemption 2, so I, I won't keep comparing it to it. Um, but uh, it's hard not to sometimes just because they're both made by Rockstar. So you know the storytelling that Rockstar can do. But I think that that's a big part of uh, of Rockstar's be- be- have having both Red Dead Redemption and GTA V. You can have GTA V, which is a game about modern day satire with uh, making comments about. It's like it's it's kind of like South Park in a weird way, in, in purely from like 
like a like a tonal way mm-hmm. it's all satire it's all comedy it's all chaos nothing makes sense they throw in a whole bunch of left field stuff that would never be in the real world um a whole bunch of illogical conclusions and very eccentric characters that you would never meet in real life and i think that's a big part of why it's so much fun it looks like the real world but you can do everything in that game that you can't do in the real world yeah i mean that's i definitely would agree with that that's a lot of the draw in gta is that in the real world you cannot hijack a car use that car to run over a stripper and then go rob a bank right afterwards like what well, you can but i mean i, I don't <laughs> recommend it <laughs> do, you, do you are you challenging me <laughs> yeah i am justin go do it you won't darn right i won't <laughs> exactly exactly it's full of things that like we just can't do in the real world but we get to go live that life in gta i mean it's it's just absolutely i mean that that draws me in a lot is the fact that i can go do those things the reason that we play any video game really is because we're it's we're living in a fantasy of doing things we can't normally do. Like I, I'm, I, me personally, and I respect all those who can, I cannot pick up a gun and go fight for my country. Um, but I can pretend to do that in call of duty, although in a much more arcadey fashion. Um, but I cannot, uh, and I cannot do, uh, I cannot shout at dragons and make fire come out of my mouth with a sword and shield, but I can do that in Skyrim. And so that's a big part of it. It's just the escapism of video games. But I think GTA being in a more realistic world, in a more grounded world, in a, in a, in a, not only that, but in a setting that is very close, like literally mirrored to a real setting in the world. Like there's a guy, um, I cannot remember his name. He made a YouTube video about this where he, it's just a slideshow where he took pictures, uh, he took selfies of himself, uh, in front of buildings and scenery and then on on the other side of it was that exact same spot gta 5 yeah have you been to la have you ever been there once i did not go really far into la i've been to like santa monica pier Um, my wife is from california and so i i did go to like santa monica pier and my first thought was like man i've killed so many fucking cops (laughs) on this pier exactly yeah like i've been to la more than once like a couple five or six times and it, yeah, I remember like, wow, this is like, I'm, I'm in the setting of GTA, not like the landscape feels familiar. You have the like GTA or sorry, uh, Los Angeles in real life is like in a valley almost, or like it's surrounded on three sides by hills. And then the ocean is on that fourth side, like the, the, uh, Los Santos or like whatever the city is called in GTA, I think it might also be called Los Santos, but like it's it's it yeah they did a great job doing like a mirror image of the city and i i really love games that do that um that's why i'm a big fan of uh the division because it's almost like a copy and paste of new york city and i i i love the attention to detail when games do so why uh what in your opinion was the the most memorable part of the story. It can be anything large or small. For me, it was, I think it's just because I've been seeing so many more videos pop up of memes of this. It's Lamar talking to Franklin about his yee-yee ass haircut. 
Like for real, for those who haven't seen it, just look up on YouTube. There's a ton of stuff. There's even a video. I'm not joking. This is so good. There is a uh, a channel called Gameology on YouTube, and recently, as a milestone for their subscriber mark, I think they just hit one million. Um, I wonder what we'll do when we hit one million. Um, but they what, had thirty years from now. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they'll. Uh, they had the voice actors that played Lamar and Franklin watch their mm-hmm. most memorable moments in GTA five. And then they did another video that was just Lamar reacting to so many different mods of that yee ass <laughs> haircut scene. It's so funny. And uh, gosh, it's so good. Uh, he just goes in an amazing monologue that I learned was mainly ad libbed. And, uh, but uh, I, I that it's just a small scene, but it, yeah. it makes such an impact on on the humor. Um, also, in the same exact setting, when Trevor meets Franklin at his house and trips over the fence, which I found out was an accident. He actually just tripped because it, it was motion capture, mm-hmm. and yeah. Trevor actually just the voice actor for Trevor just tripped in front of the voice actor that played Franklin, and they 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 put it in. And the, the whole th- reaction where Franklin's just laughing his ass, I was like, oh, yeah, you think that's funny? Like, that's all real. That's all <laughs> legit. It's so good. Um, oh, man. For me, I don't know if I have any one specific mission that really stands out. But I will say any of the missions where you played as Trevor, I just absolutely love. You do some crazy, crazy shit as Trevor. I mean uh blowing up a meth lab like you said um i loved like flying planes as trevor just like the shit that he would say um that one scene man i think there's like a scene where you take over an apartment that's in los santos as trevor and it becomes like your new safe house in los santos and oh man well you there you take over a strip club you just oh yeah you, you barge into a strip club as trevor and you intimidate the guy into giving you the strip club or kill him. I can't remember, <laughs> but you, you take the strip club from him and become the owner of the strip club. And that's your new hideout. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. I just, Trevor is an iconic character. If, Oh man, if it was socially appropriate, I would definitely get the cut here tattoo like along your neck. But here's the thing is I want to be able to get jobs in the future. <laughs> I know. Keep your fiance. Yeah, probably keep my fiance. I don't think she'd be very happy if I did that. <laughs> um, so Trevor is one of the the best characters, but he's also one of the most controversial characters that Rockstar has ever made. Um, I was gonna save this till the end of the video, but I feel like it it works right now. It's kind of a segue. Um, GTA has always been a controversy hotspot for. Uh, the question of does video game violence cause real life violence or influence kids to do violence? L L L L L L L. No, it, it, no, it fucking doesn't. If you say that, you're a stupid motherfucker. You're a stupid motherfucker. I, yeah, the, the evidence is so soft, and there's, there, there's, there, like, it literally, like, it's you know, school shooting will happen, and they'll be like, oh, we. We know that he's been playing GTA, and it's like, well, so have I. So yeah, has who the millions upon millions of other people. Yeah, like, oh, they've been playing COD the whole time, shooting people. No fucking duh. That's what all high schooler, high school guys do when they have free time. Like, yeah. who, that's a stupid argument. That's like saying I'm the killer because I breathe air. 
Mm -hmm. And the, the, the reason, the reason that I bring up Trevor specifically for that topic, there's a scene that, uh, I granted this scene kind of took me by shock, but at the same time, it, it, not so, cause it was GTA, but it was definitely rockstar pushing the envelope. There's a scene where Trevor has to torture someone. Um, and I mean, waterboarding, electrocution, pulling out teeth, that kind of stuff. And what made it more good memories jesus christ um what made it so uh so controversial was not only just the scene because i've seen something so i've seen things that are similar like even call of duty is that torture scenes and stuff like that it's that you were controlling it you were great you were you literally like got a view of all the tools that you had and you could pick one and then you had to move the joystick or the mouse to yank the tooth out. You had to hit a button to start the electrocution. And so you actually took part in it. And I feel like it's kind of just another conversation of no Russian, um, which was a call of duty. If you, if, I'm not even going to tell you what it is. If you want to know what it is, what, listen to our first episode called What is the Gulag? It's about Call of Duty. Um, there's a... It, it was surprising to me that they put it in and I, you do feel dirty doing it. Mm -hmm. um, you're smiling when you said yes. <laughs> hey, I think I just remembered what my favorite mission was. <laughs> <laughs> you're sick. We're the oh yin and yang. <laughs> I'm much more like frolicking, role playing, and you're just like death, shooting, killing. <laughs> Oh my god. In fact, actually after this, I have a video series on YouTube that I want you to watch. Um god, I can't remember what it's called right now, but I will send it to you. Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. But anyways, um yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think there it, there's a huge 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 jump, huge jump from pushing a button to pull someone's virtual, non-existent, not a real person's tooth out to actually grabbing a set of pliers and doing that to somebody. I mean, the, the <sighs> question, yeah, I think it's the topic of, there's a ton of people that have done terrible things. And a lot of those things get linked to media. Um, and this was mainly a big thing when video games became started to become more mainstream because most adults did not play graphic video games. You know, if adults played any, it was Pong and Pac-Man. Um, and the uh, it, and so it was it it was seen as uh, as a nuisance. You know, it was back when the whole video games will fry your brains and you you're getting stupider and um. It was just not true. We am smart. Um, <laughs> we we be smart boys. Um, but uh, it's it's it. It's, I'm just trying to find the words. I would almost argue that video games do the opposite effect. Like that's it, that's my argument. I mean, because if you look at the history of time and you look at the number of murders that would take place a hundred years ago versus the number of murders that take place now in the digital world there it's 
I mean, it, I, I, I don't think I am smart enough to say that there's a correlation between the two, that the more digital and the more we get to live out fantasies that don't hurt anybody. Um, like, I, I'm not smart enough to say that. I don't have the data. But to, to a dumbass like me, that's what it seems like. It seems like the more we get to live our life virtually and do things that we wouldn't normally be able to do, the less that the human race goes out and does those things in the real world. I mean, people don't want to admit it because of, like, the—I I don't want to get all political, but, like, the liberal agenda of, like, removing guns, like— it just to me it doesn't make sense that you could you could argue that like murders are at all time high no they're not it's the lowest they've ever been in recorded history and as we progress forward and move into a world where we can do what we want and not actually hurt anybody i think that'll continue to drop lower and lower and lower there's definitely an argument to be made of do now if you ask me do video games desensitize your you're uh, I would say that that's a, that's yes. I would do. I do think that me seeing so much violence in video games and stuff like that has made me more thick-skinned about it in the real world. That being said, most people have this uh, disconnection between fantasy and uh, what is not real and what is real. Of course, yeah. there are those cases of people that have that di- that do not have that disconnect in their brain, and they actually have psychological uh in uh, irregular irregularities that that cause the people to not see the difference between fiction and reality um and those are people that you know need doctors and need help and uh mm-hmm. and uh but the you know you were saying that you you know it's the opposite where people you know can get helped with video games it's very true um there are multiple studies out there that show that video games especially first person shooters can help with your reaction time in the real world um Mm -hmm. and a lot more you know story and clue stuff like would help with your problem solving skills granted yeah it's there's good and bad with everything you can you can easily spend too much time and there is an actual disorder um that is actually marked as a disorder which is called video game uh, video game addiction disorder um and that that can be a real thing and uh but it's i will ne- i will never say like there's there's no point in ever saying that video games are a purely bad thing there's i also wouldn't say that my life would be super harmed if i never touched a video game in my life um and so uh, but the, the thing of video game violence is that is it's just that disconnection. Yeah, there is a huge disconnect between the violence of the real world and the violence of uh, of virtual consoles and and uh, and fake worlds, which is why yeah. you which is why uh, movies exist, which is why TV yeah. shows exist. That's a fictionalized version of reality. This and is... going back to like what you said earlier, I feel like I mean when it comes to things like violence. I almost feel like being desensitized to things like that. Again, I'm not a fucking expert at all. This is just my own opinion. But being desensitized to things like violence, I almost feel like that might be a good thing. Because if you're sensitive to like 
Like if being violent makes you feel really good or if it makes you like, you know, there's some people who have like a sexual thing that comes with like being violent. If you're able to desensitize that and kind of remove the pleasure from it because you're doing it like digitally or because you've done it so often, I don't know. To me, it almost seems like you might want to become desensitized to that so that in the real world, it doesn't affect you and you don't think about doing it. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense at all? Or am I just talking? I know, I know what you mean. I will say that at this point, we're we're touching too much on the the subject of people's mental states and borderline like sadism. And uh, and so we're going to pull back from that. We're going to get out of this topic. Um, and uh, I will also say... Uh, as as a group uh, uh another video game podcast does not take any sort of side on one side or the other at least not publicly in terms of politics so do not think based on our statements of this subject that we are taking a stance on one thing or the other we're just acknowledging the conversation points absolutely 100 um, percent. but uh well there is there is one more controversy i did want to talk about and I don't necessarily want to talk about the right and wrong of it. I just want to mention it. Um, is the hot coffee mod? Have you heard of this, Jordan? I heard of this hot coffee mod. I saw it in your notes, and I was like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" Go ahead. So the hot coffee mod is it was a file that was not deleted from the the code of of GTA San Andreas. GTA San Andreas had what's called a hot coffee mod, where in, in all GTA games, you can you swoon a girl and you drive her and you can take her to her place and you both walk in together. It fades to black and it fades to morning. And, you know, the implication is there. Um, and hot coffee was originally going to be in San Andreas where the, the woman would ask, you want to come in for some coffee, baby? And you would, you would join her and proceed in a sex mini game. And modders found this code and put it back in the game. And uh, it's not good. Stop smiling. It's like they're fully clothed and it was clearly not finished. <laughs> and it's weird and janky. Mm -hmm. But because this came out and the code was still in the game, like this is back you know, when digital copies were a big thing. So I, if I went to a game store and I bought the game, that code is on that disc. Yeah. Because of that, G, uh, GTA San Andreas became an adults-only game. And if you don't know how adults-only games work in terms of the market, you cannot sell a game. Most, I would say 95% of retailers will not sell a adults-only game. There is no money to be made off of that. Um and so it became an adults-only game. And so immediately they had to recall the stock that was out there, change the code, get rid of the file, and resell it. And then it became a rated M for mature game once again. I think I've ever played an A game in my life, like a rated A game. I don't even know where I can get them. I mean, are they even on the Steam store? I don't think so. I'd, yeah, I'd, I don't You cannot think get so. it through any normal means. You'd have to get, like, there, there are some games that are out there that I know. And... Rated A games are are either exceptionally violent to the point of even I, who am desensitized, will make me be uncomfortable. Um, it's and uh, and uh, the, but there's also some not not just violent games on there. There are games that you play as you know someone who with the implication of sexual assault and um, harassment and stuff like this. This is 
people, everyone can make a game. I have downloaded stuff to make my own game, which is super hard to do. But if anyone can make a game, that means even the, the terrible people in the world can make a game. And so most, not every game that uh, should be available. I do believe that. There are, if, if every game was available on Steam and Ray Day games were available on Steam, you'd see a lot of terrible stuff. I, I could agree with that. I mean, it's it's it seems weird to have this conversation because I am kind of of the opinion that, like, y you are an adult. Like, if you're an adult living your own life and you're not hurting anybody, you could kind of do or, you know, live your life however you want. But that, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, there's certain things that I don't want to see in a video game. Like, I don't... I don't need to see full penetration in a video game. I'm sorry, I don't. I really don't. I don't need to see, like, really aggressive sexual assault in a video game. I really don't need to see that. And I think I think GTA has kind of recognized that line. And they know how to get close to that line, but not cross it. And not, like... I never really felt too uncomfortable playing GTA 5 at any point. Like, I never felt like, oh, this is wrong, or maybe I shouldn't do that, especially during the torture mission. That made me really happy. No, they, the torture mission itself didn't make me uncomfortable. It just took me by surprise. It, it It's it's still... It was done in a... In a you'll, you'll have to just look it up for yourselves. It, but it's it's very long into the game. And so it's it's one of those things where, like, if the game opened and I was doing that, I might think differently. I might not. I know what to expect from GTA. But if you have no idea what to expect from GTA and that's the first thing you see, then you 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 may be turned off. You'll likely be turned off by it. Um, unless you're weird. Um, <laughs> or super fun. You're so weird. <laughs> Why do oh, I, I do this with you? Because <laughs> we're yin and yang. Yeah, you know, black and definitely. white. It works. It works, man. It works. Okay, can we start talking about GTA Online, please? Yes, we Pretty are deep please. into this now, and uh, and we haven't even started talking about GTA Online. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, GTA Online is awesome. Oh, uh, it's the, so the great. Of, the amount of chaos is insane. Uh, the so GTA Online. For those of you who don't know, you basically create your own character. You have no voice or anything like that, but you, you create your own character and you are given jobs. And the jobs are whatever. You're there to make money. But mm -hmm. the real fun is in the open world because you are in a lobby with multiple other people. And those multiple other people... I think it's 32? I think... No, it's six. I think they do 64 player lobbies. I think oh, they wow. do 64. Yeah, because, I mean, GTA 5, it's a really big map. You could easily fit 64 people on there. And uh, you could create your own gang. You can create your own club. You can create your own uh, like company and all this kind of stuff. But it's all you're all doing illegal stuff uh, in game, of course. And uh, but it's it you you can GTA Online, in my opinion, is a very hard game to start playing now because if you're a noob, you will get stomped on every hour by someone that has a sniper rifle with explosive bullets you will get fucked um i i i actually i want to say i disagree with that because i feel like it's so open world and like the, uh, for example on the map too if you just pull up the map you can always see where all the players are and they uh 
I don't know if this was any other game. I I want to say GTA started this. They have like the bounty program where if a if a player becomes too aggressive online, it marks them on the map constantly so that you can either if you want to go find them and go into that chaos, you can. Otherwise, you can just avoid them. You can just drive to a different part of the map. I mean, I, I actually I want to say I disagree with you there. I will say that there's a big thing that happens in GTA that I don't see very often, which is, like, I've done this a lot. I've also had this done to me a lot. You don't like someone on the map. You either know they're an easy target or you just don't like them. You just find them. You hunt them down every chance. You, whenever they respond, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. always show up. And that's the thing when you're a noob. When you're a noob, you don't have access to the good stuff. If mm-hmm, I come in with an mm-hmm. armored vehicle with a minigun on the top, you're screwed. You have no way to defend yourself. You, you can throw grenades at me. You're not going to do anything. And when you respond, I'll be there to say hello. Well, there's also a passive mode, though. Like, you can go into passive where you can still kind of enjoy. I don't remember everything that's disabled. But I know, like, you can't harm other players and players can't harm you. I don't know if you can still do, like, other missions that you can do in GTA Online. But but there's a passive mode for that, you know? There is passive mode where, yeah, you can do missions and you can queue up for missions and get in the lobby and stuff. But once you enact, enable passive mode, you are not there to mess with anyone and no one can mess with you. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, that's fair. Um, it, it, that's definitely fair. You especially got buddies with you. It doesn't take that long to grind up to some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite thing was the vehicle customization for a long time. The vehicle customization is so in depth. You can you can uh, you can really make a, a crappy car a great car and vice versa. Um, but there's a lot of options. It's so much fun. Um, Why do I feel like GTA Five's racing, like GTA Five? I feel like is one of the best racing games to come out ever. Why am I saying that? Why am I saying that? That is, it's not a racing game. And yet their online racing is so goddamn fun. And it's like, there's, there's, there's a skill gap, but this, like, it's easy to overcome the skill gap because you could get lucky and win some races. You could uh, learn to start break checking people and get really good. And, um, there's drafting and stuff like that. Dude, GTA racing is so goddamn fun. It's so much fun. And especially in like the more recent online GTA, um, they've started like doing like the modded races, if you will, where like they've kind of created like a new track. Like it might be like way up in the air, like that is supported by Rockstar. Or I think they even have like creator races where like you can create a track however you want it to be and you can build platforms up in the air. You can make the track super hard. You can make the track track super easy. Dude, oh my God, GTA racing is incredible. Yeah, that's what most streamers do now in GTA 5. They do these very difficult racetracks or obstacle courses with cars. Um, But I think it's because the driving mechanics are so perfect. I've never like I I've played Cyberpunk, I've played uh Watchdogs and that are all GTA inspired. They don't even come close to the driving that's in GTA 5. I and I think it's because it's both uh extremely coherent and non-complicated, but it's also very responsive and very in-depth in its own way. I've have tried to play a racing game, like one of the really high-level racing games. I can't do it. I'm terrible at it. It is it is difficult for me, and I think it's be. And I'm sure that the drive, those racing game players 
Um, love that stuff. But I think GTA Five is is simplistic enough while also having everything that you could possibly need to make yourself feel cool, look cool, and go really fast and pull up all these tricks. And it's just a weirdly perfect balance. It's very difficult to explain. Yeah, like when I'm doing a racing game, I don't need to mess with my gearbox differentials. You know, I don't need to mess with the type of different brakes that I use. I don't need to mess with my like the height of my suspension. Unless, of course, I'm in a low rider and I want to be bouncing down the street in GTA Online. But, yeah, like I don't need all those extra stuff, dude. Oh, man, GTA Racing. I, I think that is like... When when GTA first came out, that is almost exclusively what me and all of my buddies would do for hours and hours on end is do the online racing. It was a absolutely, and the, the the missions you can do are really fun too. the 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 amount of cars and stuff that they've added on there is insane. Uh, and there are some like my my favorite missions ever is that you uh, <laughs> you get in a uh, you're dropped out of I think of uh, I think you're dropped out of an airship into uh area their version of area 51 and uh you're dropped out in this kitted out car and when i say kitted it is a pun because it's inspired by kit from uh, from knight rider and uh it's a car that has deployable parachutes um it can jump on its own it has machine guns attached to it um and it's absolute chaos but it was a really fun and quick mission to do um you had to blow up a bunch of stuff and then just drive out of there and it's a and there are cars that have giant rocket boosters that'll help you fly there's a motorcycle with a rocket booster and wings where you can boost yourself up and then glide down and there there's vehicles you can never ever see in real life um in there and it's it's a ton of fun there's like batmobile inspired Mm -hmm. ones and there's a bunch Mm -hmm. of armored vehicles that are a ton of fun um and it's just mayhem that's the big thing did you ever take part in the uh online heists i feel like that is like that is like a gem of gta it's not perfect it's not perfect i will give it that the matchmaking kind of sucks for the heists it's sometimes it's really hard to get people to join your setup missions for because you have to go through like multi it's like three or four setup missions that you have to do and you have to like split the the profit and if someone isn't happy with how you're splitting the profit if you complete the heist in the pregame lobby they'll just leave i feel like that needs some fine tuning that's not perfect but the actual like the fact that they included heist missions in online i mean i dude i which kind of draws me into another question that i didn't put on our list here but like I almost wish that G- GTA 6 is going to be like I don't necessarily know if I need an exclusive single player story mission like story mode when I play GTA. I almost kind of want it to be like I I still want there to be a really in-depth, really thought out, really big story, but I almost wish that that story was in the multiplayer lobbies. I feel like that would make it really fun and exciting. Justin's shaking his head no, but I mean, if anything, maybe like when you're in the free world, like the the open world part of GTA, it just automatically takes you into online, but as soon as you start a single player mission, then it's single player. Like, I feel like that would be cool, but like, I, I almost don't really need a single player experience when i play gta about gta 5 for the story i originally made it for the single player open world and it wasn't until my friend encouraged me to play online that i actually gave it a shot um and i do not think 
that should be a thing. I don't think you should merge the two. Um, GT, uh, there are plenty of GTA players that only play the story. And I think there's too many memorable things in the single player. And it's also, there's something about being the only one chaotic in the single player world. Also, think about this. The modding community for GTA 5 is insane. If it was all online, you literally could not do that. That's true. I forgot about it. Yeah, GTA 5 has one of the best modding communities in gaming, um, especially with like superhero mods. There's an Iron Man mod, an Incredible Hulk mod, and Spider-Man, and Thanos mods, and oh, yeah. it's a ton of fun. There's one streamer on Facebook that always comes up in my feed, and he's always doing shit like that. He's just doing different superhero mods, and tons of people are watching him. Tons of people are watching him. Um, another thing that... I, I realize that this is a GTA episode, but I feel like you kind of have to talk about Red Dead when you talk about GTA. They're very similar, even though they are very different at the same time. Like GTA Online versus Red Dead Redemption 2 Online. I played some of Red Dead Redemption 2 Online, but I couldn't shake the fact that I felt like something was missing. Something was missing. Maybe they need more players. Maybe the cities need to be a little bit bigger in Red Dead Redemption Online. Um... I, I, I don't know. Like, when I, when I played Red Dead Redemption Online, there's just something missing. Am I wrong, Justin? Red Dead Redemption 2 has one of the best stories I've ever played in my entire life. And uh, GTA 5 is a way better game in the online, spe- in the online section. Um, the, the, there's, not, there's a lack of stuff to do. A lot of what you do in Red Dead Redemption 2 the, with, like, bounties and stories and stuff like that is uh is fine but they feel like they're not as good as stuff in the regular game you know what i mean if if all you have this is what i'm saying is like what i'm saying is if you're if you're in red dead redemption 2 online and the only thing that you really have to do is the story stuff in there but it's not as good as the story mode why would you play the online mode and the the online mode yes it's super fun to play with your friends i've played with friends on red dead redemption 2 online it's a ton of fun but it's only fun for a little while you can do a couple missions together and the missions together are really good but the story is not very good and uh the chaos isn't there yeah you can meet up in a town and there are randos there and you can hog tie each other and you know, you can beat people up and fist fights and all that kind of stuff. But everything that you can do is just done better in GTA 5 online. I will, means- I will argue that there's one thing. There's one thing that Red Dead Redemption 2 online does better than GTA online does. And that is the gambling that you can do in Red Dead Redemption 2 online. That's how I learned to play Texas Hold'em. I learned to play Texas Hold'em from GTA Online, and I love Texas Hold'em. I love Texas Hold'em. Or sorry, Red Dead. Red Dead. Yep, Red Dead. I love playing Texas Hold'em on Red Dead's Online. I, I remember more than one occasion I sat down for like a whole day, and me and my friends just took turns playing Texas Hold'em in Red Dead Redemption 2 Online. I mean, it's that's. I feel like that's might maybe the only thing that they... The online has done better besides the graphics. We all know Red Dead Redemption 2 graphics are insane. One of the most beautiful games I've ever seen, hands down. But the gambling was Fuck the casino in GTA 5. Fuck that place. That's gone into it yet. I haven't I haven't played it. You can use real world currency 
to buy to buy currency for the casino and gamble it. There's a hot topic everywhere of is are loot boxes gambling? Well, I don't think the question is are the loot. There's no loot boxes in GTA Five, but you can literally gamble your real money in a video game. It's bullshit. <laughs> there are video games dedicated to that. Go do that. Don't bring that yeah. in my game. Go go do your online poker. Fuck that. Well, I I will say, I will say like, I I agree with you in a sense. However. The real-world money that you spend in GTA Online is, like, like I think it's, like, it's I don't know what the actual amount is, but it's, like, $20 gives you, like, $100,000 in GTA Online or something like that, right? I think the casino was more of an afterthought. Like, it was, like, oh, that would be a cool addition to add. And so I don't necessarily know if it's fair to, like, criticize like that. Because, like, the main intention of buying the currency in GTA Online is that you can use it to buy things, like, in online for your character. Buy an apartment, buy cars. Or if you choose, you can go gamble it. And if you're stupid enough to do that, that's on them. You can actually just... So, from what I understand, you can use your real world currency and just straight up buy the go straight to buying the the casino currency with it. Really, there's a separate from, from currency. I, I could be wrong. I could yeah. be wrong. But yeah, you're using chips and, and casino money. And oh, okay. Here, here's my thing: the game, the, the they're called what are they called? Game shark, card sharks, whatever. Shark cards. Shark shark, shark cards. I think shark it. cards. Yeah. So you're basically buying in-game currency for gta online which already i'm not a huge fan of because you it's it's literally a game about making money if you can skip the whole progress the whole progression system and just buy everything you want with real money that breaks the game completely um which it's been going on for a long time so i can't i won't focus in on that but i uh the thing is when i if like i've bought microtransactions and you've bought microtransactions if you buy a microtransaction in a game um, that if you know what you're getting, like I have bought Call of Duty packs and I know what I'm getting. They they show me this is everything you will get. I am I am paying that company to give me a product just like I would anywhere else. But I, I don't want to go to an actual casino in my video game and pay. It's also, I do believe loot boxes are gambling um, just because... If I have the ability to spend money on something and I get back something that is worth significantly less or literally get nothing in return, that is gambling. You are putting in your money for the chance to lose everything or to to lose or to lose money or lose it all. Because um, everything has a value, you know, like see we've been playing sea of thieves a lot sea of thieves you go to the market and it actually shows you this is how many how many in-game currency or like microtransaction coins this is worth but here's also the monetary value of that so if something costs five four hundred ninety nine you know in-game coins that translates to 499 in real life okay so now i understand this you know pirate flag costs five dollars that is how much this is worth but if i get a loot box in sea of thieves and it gives me something that in game would be mainly worth $1 let's say and i put in $5 to get that loot box i've just lost money and i go 
Okay, I was just saying, like, I both agree and disagree with you at the same time. So, I... There's definitely, like, loot boxes are terrible. The uh, One of my favorite games was almost destroyed by loot boxes, and that was Star Wars Battlefront 2, like, the newer one. It was almost destroyed by loot boxes, and I'm glad that they got rid of them and they revamped the system, and I they fixed that game, and it's an incredible experience. I strongly recommend it. Um... Yeah, the whole casino thing, I will agree with you too. That's stupid. That's that's really dumb. But I don't mind how GTA Online does their microtransactions, mainly because like you still for a lot of the really good things, you still have to level up in order to be even able to purchase them. Like if you're level 1 and you just spent $100 in in-game GTA like currency, you can't walk into ammunition by the best sniper and get explosive rounds cuz you're not the you're not like level 50 or whatever it is to unlock that. But so, I can buy the sniper rifle that's significantly better than my buddy who is also level 1 who didn't buy that currency. I am immediately ahead of the game with him and if we do a mission together, I am overpowered compared to him. I understand that there's an unlocking system with leveling, but just the fact that you it's you can pay to win. You can pay for the good gear to get you a higher level to get better gear. There is uh, uh there is not nearly as much of a grind. And yeah. cosmetics is different. Like if you're buying cosmetics, I don't mind that as much. Um mm-hmm. loot boxes with only cosmetics like Overwatch for example, it's still like eh, but it's better but any sort of pay to win system where you if you if you can pay real money to get better at the game in an online setting that is bullshit see i i don't think that that's the case though because if you're level 1 and i spent a whole bunch of money i just have a whole, whole bunch of currency where i can only buy the bullshit right and that bullshit is not very expensive for like the person who doesn't spend money in that game to just like grind out one or two missions. And then they can also go buy the bullshit because I like, I'm pretty sure at least when I played GTA online, it's been a couple years, but at least when I played GTA online, almost everything you need to level up to be able to purchase, you know what I mean? Like you have to, like you cannot get the high powered sniper until you are level 20 doesn't matter if you spent a hundred dollars in in-game currency you still need to go do missions you still need to use the the bullshit that the game gives you before you can buy the op shit and to me like that's okay because i do want i mean i want rockstar to continue making a fuck ton of money from their games they delivered a great product I'm okay spending that money. No one, there's not a gun to my head forcing me to spend that money. I did. De- I never really felt like if I didn't spend that money, then I was missing out when I played GTA Online. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. I just never felt that way. Your opinion in the comments. Absolutely. Um, tell me. Tell us what you think. And uh, this is an idea that I haven't even brought up to Jordan, but I want to know your guys' opinion if you want to let us know on Twitter. Um, by the way, our Twitter handle has changed. Um, we are no uh, we are no longer have the old Twitter handle. Now it is at AVP uh, Casting. At AVP Casting. Um, let us know on Twitter and in the YouTube comments. If you'd like to see Jordan and I put out a mini episode every now and again, which is specifically a debate um, about a 15... 20-minute debate, maybe. 
Um, maybe about in-game currency, maybe about which game is better, maybe about mechanics that you like or don't like. Uh, let us know. We might do them. We won't do them every week or anything like that. We won't do them every month, but every mm-hmm. now and again, if we have a hot topic that we came up on during a podcast that we don't agree on. We might do it. Yeah, I would be down to do that. I would have to make sure that I'm entirely sober because I could see myself getting super heated. But yes, I would 100% be down to do that. That sounds like a ton of. Let's get hammered in debate. <laughs> oh my god! And just scream at each other while we're while we're debating something. <laughs> Our microphones more than we already. <laughs> oh my god uh that would be a blast that would be a blast okay um i realize that this is um i'm i'm kind of throwing a curveball i i really did want to kind of get this question in there because i'm torn um i and i want to know what you think do you think you should be able to destroy buildings and like have a level of destructibility in gta oh yeah i think destructibility in any game is awesome Really? Even in a game where, like, like, because I feel like it would kind of suck if you loaded into a GTA lobby and half of Los Santos is destroyed. Like, I feel like that might, that would kind of blow, but... You'd have to be smart about it. Like, you can't yeah. blow up mission areas, you can't blow up player homes and all that kind of stuff. Or, like, the, the stores or the ammunition. Yeah, you right. can't blow that you shit can't up. You can do that, but I, I, I think that uh, destructibility is fun. Um, I don't think you should be able to create an apocalypse situation. Um, I think maybe, you know, if no one's in that area, maybe that building repairs itself and it respawns. But, I mean, I'm not a game designer, you know, but I think that there's a ton of, there's plenty of games out there that have a lot of destructibility and they work great. And I think destructibility is always a really fun thing. It just adds to the immersion. It adds to the chaos. And I think that'll be a ton of fun. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, I guess I could see it as long as they're smart about it. Um, and yeah, I didn't think about that. Having the buildings be able to respawn after a certain, certain amount of time. I mean, I guess that could work. I, you know, I, I feel like in GTA could go either way for me. I don't know. I mean, if GTA six had it cool, if they didn't cool, which I feel like brings us to our last topic. We're almost out of time. So let's, let's get talking about GTA six. GTA six. Is it taking too long? Now, Jordan and I just watched a video touching on this exact subject right before we started the podcast. And I think that we we talk a lot about, you know, keep it in the oven and it'll come out prettier. I have full trust in Rockstar. Rockstar has not let me down. Then again, I've had full trust in other companies and they have also let me down in recent times, such as, you know, Cyberpunk 2077, which is a good game. I think it's a good game. It needs a lot of work, but it's a good game, and we will talk about that in another episode. But, um, but there, but I have, I have tried. The Rockstar has not given me a reason to doubt them yet. I have loved every game they've put out for a long time. I love L.A. Noir. I liked Bully. I like, of course, I love Red Dead Redemption. I think Red Dead Redemption 2 should have won Game of the Year instead of God of War. Fight me. Um, and uh, yes, I pl- I've played both. I've played both. And Red Dead Redemption 2 is better. Fight me on it. Um, but uh, the 
it, how many years so, have it been? When did GTA Five actually come out? Was it was it 2013, 2011? It was sometime around 2013. I feel like it, it was. Yeah, because uh, I was graduating class of 2014 in high school, and it came out my senior year of high school. So I'm pretty sure it was 2013. Tell me I'm wrong. 2013. Yep, 2013. So we are now pushing seven goddamn years so final answer justin is it too long or are they doing right by taking their time i'm still waiting for elder scroll 6 so no <laughs> that game came out two years before in before gta so i got patience but uh it's one of those situations where the longer you wait the bigger the hype will be and the more of a disappointment it'll be if it doesn't live up to people's expectations so the longer you wait the higher people's expectations will become so it becomes harder and harder to please people like uh one of the most popular games out there half-life i think uh you know there's a half-life one and half-life two and we've never heard a glimpse of half-life three and it's been way longer than any of those two games have heard anything so um uh, I think that no matter what, if Half-Life 3 came out right now, uh, everyone, uh, people would be disappointed because the the expectation would be way too high at this point. Um, I think that they are running the risk of that, but it's one of those things where, like, if if it were if it, in a general aspect, if it took this long for a sequel to came out to come out on a good game, I would say yes. But since it's Rockstar and they are amazing at using their time, I say no. I think uh, overall, no. I think take your time. Rockstar, you put out amazing games. You put out masterpieces, especially when you have all the time in the world to do it. Um, and I cannot wait to see what they come out with next. Um, I would... Man, I'm a little torn on this. Um, I feel like I could go either way. I do have a limit. I don't want them to take all the time in the world. At a certain point, I want to see a new a new GTA. I think for me, if we hit the 10-year mark and we have not had a GTA 6, I will start to get pissed. But for now, I'm okay. Take your time. I agree with you. Rockstar, I understand that you were making Red Dead Redemption 2, and that's probably part of the reason why it took it's taking so long for GTA 6 to come out, because I'm sure it's a lot of the same team that is doing Red Dead Redemption that will that is also doing GTA 6. So in that world, I'm you know, I'm okay. Take your time, get the game right you know build it build it perfectly you know don't don't rush don't be like activision i'm okay i can play the same game for a couple more years it's not the end of the world but if we hit the 10 year mark and there is not a gta 6 i'm i'm going to be i'm going to be kind of upset like i'm i'm ready for the next one but at the same time if it's not good i will be upset you know what i mean it's like a fine dining restaurant. You, If you order a steak, you want them to make sure they take the time on the steak and make it good. But, you know, 45 minutes in, if a waitress tells me, like, oh, he's just making sure it's good, I'll be like, no problem. Hour and a half in, I'm getting pissed. I 100% agree with that. Um, Justin, I, don't, I, I think we've covered the gauntlet. Is there anything else that we need to talk about? An hour and 10 minutes. All right. Well, then let's wrap this shit up, man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, uh, of course, uh, uh, right. <laughs> you, you, want, you want me to try to do this one? 
I haven't done a closing yet. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> guys. <rate> you. <laughs> okay, cool. Guys, we really appreciate everyone who's been listening. It really means a lot to me and Justin. And I, this is just a passion project to us. And honestly, I don't care if we never make a penny doing this. I just want everyone listening to know we really appreciate this. And we really appreciate you giving us an hour a week to listen to our work. Um, be share, be share, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Um, you know, leave a, leave a comment. Um, we will read them. We tend to reply to almost all the comments that we get. Um, we are on Spotify. We are on the Apple podcast app. We're on YouTube, um, AVP casting at Twitter. Um, hit us up and we'll hit you back. Couldn't have said it better myself, except for the sentence where you said, uh, you share. <laughs> knocking your points <laughs> okay what did i get uh six out of ten oh what for one oh man <laughs> dude i never mess up words ever my name's justin i never <laughs> mess up words ever <laughs> yes i do <laughs> uh, okay well thanks so much for listening guys uh enjoy the rest of your day thanks guys bye bye everyone <laughs>